0: way they're supposed to and brother you got to stay with it like I said you'll run into some opposition and uh, you know it's it's wonderful that uh, they can talk about it and testify but there were times for months that it didn't feel good and it didn't look good and you want to be done with it huh yes and a lot of people they just get tired and they quit and they settle for less and they just they do what's easy. But you if you want to get God's best, That's right. you gotta go all the way. Yes. Through faith and persistence, yes. you inherit the promises. We talked about this last night in, in uh, Romans the twelfth chapter. And looking down about the, the third verse here. Thanks be to God. Romans 12 and 3. He said, I say through the grace given to me. To every man that is among you. Not to think of himself. Uh, more highly than he ought to think. He didn't say. To not think highly of yourself. God thinks highly of you. You are very valuable to him. But what he's saying is don't. Think more highly than you ought. Believing good things about yourself uh, that are true is not bad. It's believing stuff that's not true. Believing things beyond, believing that you can do things that only God can do, believing that you're graced in ways that you're not, and and acting like your faith is at a place that it's not. And talking big stuff that's just a show. Yeah, that's right. yes, High minded. More highly than you ought to think. Think soberly. Realistically. According as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Faith muscles are similar to physical body muscles. You're either there or you're not as to what you can do physically. And you'll find a lot of people talk a big talk. But when it comes to do it, they're not able. They're physically just not there. And the same thing happens with faith. People talk a big talk. But then when it comes time, what do you mean they're not there? Well, they'll quit, they'll fold. They'll just break down, cry and go, this is not supposed to be happening to me. I'm a faith person where well, you're not acting like it. Right. <laughs> that's not how faith people act. And we've all had times where we felt, you know, weaker than other times. But that's the time you got to reach down. Even through your tears, even through your feelings. And make your mouth do its duty. Is that right? And say what God said over you. In spite of what it looks like. In spite of what it feels like. Real faith. Real faith. And so he said. That's what you do. You you, um, think soberly. Realistically. According as God has dealt to every man. The measure of faith. A lot of translations say a measure of faith. The focus is a degree, a portion of faith. Faith said out loud faith, faith. Can, be can be measured. Faith can be measured and we are not all at the same place in faith. We're at all varied different places of faith and our faith varies in our own life in different areas. You can be strong in faith in one area and weak in another. And it comes back to what you hear, what you feed on, what you're around, and what you choose. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, your body doesn't get stronger and able to do things athletically. Just only by thinking about it, you got to exercise in that thing. If you're a runner, if you're a basketball player, whatever, swimmer, you, if you're a swimmer, what do you got to do? Come on, help me out. you you got to swim. And the more you swim, your body adapts to that and you're, uh, you develop muscle memory, and your muscles and joints and everything get stronger, and you can go further, and you can go faster, well, that's exactly how faith is. You, you start using your faith for healing. Right. Right. And if you've never heard about it, well, you're not going to be real strong to start. Right. But you keep feeding on on, on a regular basis, and, and you keep exercising it, and, man, you'll get where you just will stand flat-footed and express, Expect that thing to leave your body and expect your body to change without doubting, without fearing. And it doesn't necessarily just happen. Well, it doesn't happen overnight, but you'll get stronger if you're fed, if you exercise. Same thing with finances. You know, uh, there was a time in Phyllis in my life where $50 looked like all the money in the world. It doesn't look like that now. Praise God. There was a time when a million looked like a million? Yeah. We never met anybody that knew anybody
1: <laughs>
0: that had a, mi- a million dollars. <laughs> but it don't look so big anymore. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah! Thank you. Glory to God! Glory. Glory. How does it work? You got to hear the right thing. You've got to be around the right people and the right environment and you've got to make the right choices to use your faith. And he said to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man, every person, and man includes male and female, man, the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body and all the members have not the same office, we being many are one body in Christ, every one member is one of another. "...having then gifts differing according to the grace that's given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith." So see, he used the term measure of faith. And now, just a verse or two later, he uses the term proportion of faith. And he says, that's how, if you're going to prophesy, that's how you will prophesy is according to the proportion of faith. Now this is something much of the church has not gotten. And, and even those, those of us that have heard some things about faith, we just barely started in this. Faith is not a movement. Hmm? Faith is how God himself functions. That's how He functions. That's how He created the heavens and the earth. And everything that is in it. He conceived it. He believed it. He released it with His words. Mm -hmm. And it became faith. God is a faith God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 (laughs) I I, I read it. Uh, today, looking at some things that the Scripture said that Jesus, He is set down at the right hand of Majesty, expecting till His enemies be made His footstool, until ultimately even the enemy of death is put under foot, and He He commits everything under the Father. Jesus is sitting in faith right now, believing expecting every prophecy to be fulfilled and every prayer that he's prayed and the prophets prayed and you and I prayed in faith according to the word coming to pass have you seen that the genuine prayers and praise of the saints are saved collected in heaven have you read that in the book of Revelation yes and that at the right time for it to be fulfilled and brought to pass and answered, it's poured out like incense. He never forgets a real faith prayer. He never forgets a real faith praise and thanksgiving. Never. He is not unrighteous to forget. Whew. He's so faithful. But we got to remind ourselves of how what newbies we are. He's the Ancient of Days. And He, uh, to the Lord, a thousand years, a millennium, is like last night, the psalmist said, like a watch in the night. You know what last night seems like to you. That's what the past thousand years seems like to your father. And he is experiencing it correctly. We're the ones, it's so new to us. You know, when you're five years old and somebody tells you it'll be a year from now, you're like, oh, it'll never happen, right? I mean, a year, a year, how long even is a year? But when you're 70 years old and they say you only have a year to get this done and finish, you go, oh, man, we got to get to work, (laughs) right? Because, I mean, it's already 2022. I mean, it was just 21 just a few days ago. What changed? Your perception of time and its passage changes the older you get. What about when you've been around for 10,000 years? You won't see it the same. And we won't see it the same. When we get out of this, we'll be, we'll be perceiving time as he does. And, of course, we're on his schedule and, and his kingdom. It's going to be wonderful. But until then, we got a job to do. And the only way to do it is by faith. Because that's how God operates. That's how he functions. I was saying all that to say the Father is in faith about the culmination and fulfillment of this thing. He's in faith on the throne right now. Jesus is, the scripture said, expecting. No matter what the enemy does down here. He even laughs at him at times. Hmm? Because he keeps thinking he's going to be able to pull it off. And the Lord doesn't believe it. He's fully convinced that what he said (laughs) and what he has prayed and what has been prophesied through his prophets will surely come to pass. And he's got the faith and the patience to get it done. He'll say something and it'll look like nothing will change for 10,000 years. That doesn't move him. Because he has faith. Faith that doesn't waver. Faith that doesn't change. And he's endeavoring to train us in like manner so that we are imitators of God as dear children. He wants us to think like him and believe like him and function like him, which is faith. Which is why it's impossible to please him without the faith that he has, that he lives by. And he put a measure of his own faith in us. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, come on, put your hands on, on your front here. Say it out loud. I have in me, have in me a, measure a measure of the most holy faith of, holy faith of God Himself. Of God himself. Shh. We, we do not know what that means. He created the universe with His faith. And what everything he, that comes out of him increases. He's the God of increase. And so the measure that you start with is not the measure you're supposed to uh, be have and an operating in in ten years, a hundred years, a thousand years. He, to whom much is given... Much is expected and required. And He expects us to use our faith in increasing fashion. Yes, right. Somebody say increase. in Increase. God is the God of increase. Not decrease. Not staying the same. Plateauing. Flattening out. Somebody say God. God, God. is the God of Of increase. And His will and His plan is for us to increase every day. Increase in the knowledge of Him. Increase in faith, peace, joy, for all the fruit of the Spirit. Increase in the, the, the wisdom of God. Increase in our grasp of His plan and the scope of His plan. And He expects us to occupy... And he expects us to reach out further, further. We should have a vision of reaching further, reaching more with more. Uh, Something, a phrase I've used for some years now, I'll ask Phyllis just every every once in a while, uh, not too many days will go by, I'll say, what are we excited about? What are we excited about? Why why say that? What am I talking about? Because if you're excited about nothing, you're in faith about nothing. You're stagnant. And if you're bored, it's because you're idle. If you're bored, it's because you're not doing something the Lord's told you to do. Because I assure you, if you listen to him and step out to do what he told you to do, you will not be bored. You, you'll you be reaching after. You'll be running to keep up. You, Huh? So this thing about being bored and being, you know, so tired of everything and, you know... That, that means you're not, you're not with the program. You're not doing what he told you to do. You're not with him. You're not walking with him. You, you've, you've gotten behind. You, you've fallen off the way. You've taken a, a wrong exit. Um, he is the God of increase. And if we commune with him, he'll be talking to us about go further with that. Believe bigger with that. Huh? Think bigger, ask bigger, sow bigger, go further, (laughs) reach Now, And you don't compare yourself to anybody else. That's a mistake. I said that's a mistake. And you don't despise a small seed or a small increase in somebody else's eyes, but as long as it's an increase, increase, increase. Increasing your giving by 1% is a big deal with the Lord. It is. It's a step of faith. Don't despise a small start or a small beginning or a small seed or a small increase. The mistake is doing nothing. That's the mistake. Doing nothing. Waiting on on What? If you're going to prophesy, how will you prophesy? We talked about this last night. Exactly like you speak in tongues. Prophecy is utterance in a known tongue by the Holy Spirit. Uh, Speaking in tongues is utterance in an unknown tongue. Now, unknown is actually a word added by the translators. It's accurate maybe if it's unknown to you. That doesn't mean it's unknown to everybody. But it's unknown to you. But actually, literally, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 14, tongue. Unknown is in italics. It's not there. But, uh, but it's unknown to you. Your understanding is un- unfruitful. How do you speak in tongues? Because we still got a lot of people, uh, even in word and faith, charismatic churches, that don't speak in tongues. And they believe wrong. They say, well, that's a gift that God has given some people, and, and He's not given that gift of glossolalia to everyone. <laughs> uh, not true. God would not give me and others like me a, an ability to pray beyond my limited intellect, to pray out divine mysteries, and withhold it from you that you need it just as much as I do. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: No. 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 The reason people don't pray in tongues is a lack of faith to pray in tongues. Because that's what you run into when you when you say when it comes time to actually speak in tongues. Okay, I'm not going to speak in English or my known language anymore. I, the next thing I'm going to say is tongues. How do you do it? How do you do it? And that's where people will jump in their head and go, I don't hear anything. (laughs) He didn't say you would hear anything. I don't feel anything. It's not based on feeling. You will speak in tongues according to the proportion of faith. What does that mean? The faith that you have to speak in tongues. The faith that you have to prophesy. If you don't believe you can, then you can't. You're because, not because it's not God's will, but because you're not accessing grace. Look with me in the fifth chapter of Romans here. Romans 5. Is everybody okay? Everybody happy? Somebody say, I'm coming up. I'm coming up. Every good thing in my life is increasing every good thing in my life is increasing. I serve the God of increase. We're on the up. On the increase. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Not all increase is seen. There's increase inside. There's enlargement of heart. The Bible talks about. And... That if that's necessary to embrace larger vision. You know, I, I talked about this. Uh, um, Phyllis and I, back in 96, on our vision list, we wrote down an airplane for the ministry. Now, back then we weren't pastoring. We were just traveling full-time. And we had seen... People like the Copelands, you know, and what kind of ability that gave them. And uh, we didn't believe for a, a jet. We, we believed for a Bonanza, which is a single engine propeller. Little plane and uh, great airplane, but it'd take you a while to get somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but you start where you are. Yeah. Absolutely. And for us, that was a big, big thing to put on that vision list. And so we put that there, and there's a testimony in that. I won't, but it, but it sounds kind of like the one Danny talked about. It, for a while, it didn't look like that was going to work, and we had a substantial setback. And, but we didn't quit. Somebody say we didn't quit. Somebody say we, did, we didn't quit. We didn't we we, quit. and it took longer than we had wanted it to. Uh, well, was a couple of years, was it, you know, and before some things really started happening. But we got that thing, and it paid for, and we were so happy. We flew all over the place. One of our first meetings we flew to was to Mark and Brenda's place. We flew from Tulsa to San Francisco. And it felt like it took us a week to get there, but, <laughs> but it didn't. But we had to stop like what? four times or something and it was summertime and we flew over the desert and because we couldn't go over the mountains we couldn't fly that high but uh over the desert in the summer you got thermals coming up and man at 10,000 feet it's rough and uh we stopped what was it? Lake Havasu or somewhere to get some fuel. And I had an instructor with me because I wasn't able to fly by myself yet. And uh, what did he tell you, Phyllis? He, he I said, was, I was pretty nauseated. Yeah, Phyllis was a little nauseated. And, and, and I said, I'm really not feeling well. And he said, don't tell Keith because
1: I'm the instructor,
0: but I'm sicker than you. Yeah. <laughs> he said, he, Phyllis said she was nauseous. And, and the instructor told her, don't tell Keith, but he was more sick than she was. And... <laughs> cuz we but man we loaded back up and we headed for California man we and we got there <laughs> and we kept making progress we kept making we taking steps increase have we increased we had no airplane now we got an airplane yeah you can't do everything with this airplane but we used to not have an airplane now we got an airplane
1: amen right
0: yeah and we we flew all over the country in that thing we went to Canada we, I mean we we went to meetings and of course we're I'm building time I'm learning how to fly you know everybody that flies big airplanes used to fly little airplanes <laughs> everybody that that's how it works. <laughs> they don't just turn you loose on the big one to start with <laughs> they don't need to and uh so uh, we had had this for I don't know, a couple of years or so, and I was in another place in California speaking, and the Lord had been dealing with me about believing for a jet. And that just seemed like crazy talk. You know, because I knew, it was taking all the faith we had to fill the tank on this little single-engine propeller job. And I, and I had learned enough about the, the jets that, you know, they don't play. I mean, it's serious stuff, and and it's a whole other category. And, and I wasn't wanting to to try to do that, and and so I really kind of ignored the Lord about it for months. I just thought, man, that just I don't know, and so I'd, I'd push it aside. And, and so I'm I'm speaking in a meeting, and just like I'm doing right now, and while I'm speaking, the Lord starts speaking to me. And he said, Keith, why are you procrastinating about this plane? (laughs) Well, I'm preaching so the people didn't know. I wanted to stop and say, excuse me, give me just a minute here. (laughs) But uh, he said, you still think these things are like luxury items. You're going to have to have this to do what I've called you to do. Now stop delaying and believe me for it. I knew it was him, but it still just seemed so out of reach. But thank God for Brother Kenneth Copeland and and Miss Gloria. I didn't say uh, anything to them about, I didn't say anything to anybody about this for a while. And and I talked to Phyllis about it, but nobody else. And so we said, okay, Lord, we we will do what you, you want us to do. But I needed enlargement of heart to get that to get that vision i i I wasn't there it just it looked too big it looked too big the numbers looked too big uh maintaining it looked too big operating it looked too big Uh, everything looked too big and so i'm not there i gotta i gotta get some enlargement and increase inside before i'm gonna see it on the outside are y'all with me or not And I know Brother Kenneth was just led. I mean, he didn't know all of this. Uh, maybe he did know some things. But sometimes when I, if I were at their place or something, he's got this beautiful jet sitting there that they believed had partners and paid cash for. And he would say, Keith, jump up in the jet there in the front and sit in the, in the, the captain's seat, you know, and make airplane noises. <laughs> why, why do that? Why do that? Yeah. You know, because before, when I would try, you know, I'd, I, in times of prayer, if, if that would come up to me, i say, okay, I, I knew it. In order to be it, you got to see it. In order to get it, you got to see you getting it. In order to do it, you got to see you doing it. First, there's a vision. Then you put your faith on your vision. Then it happens. And so I would try to envision, you know, okay, all right. There's a jet. Yeah, looking good. All right, it's going down the runway. It's taking off. It's flying up into the air. And Phyllis and I are on the ground (laughs) waving. (laughs) And it's Brother Kenneth and Miss Glory. Flying up. (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, no. No, they already got an airplane. (laughs) And you try to You'd try to get that thing in, and it's like the wings were too wide. It wouldn't fit. It's too tight here and too tight here. And I'm using this as an example, but it's the same thing about a big building or a big piece of land. Is that right? Or a tour bus. All right? You, you, at some point before it's going to start coming to pass, you've got to see it happening. And you've got to see you. And so it helped me when Brother Kenneth would say, jump up in there. So I'd sit down in the captain's seat, left seat, put my hands on the yoke. Uh, Okay. Could it happen? Could it happen? Look back. Phyllis back there. Hey, Phyllis. (laughs) Going somewhere to preach the gospel. And over a period of months and years, I got to where I could see it. And the Lord dealt with us for me to go to school and get rated and taught typed on a jet that we didn't have yet. And I did, and boy, that was whew, that was a step of faith. And three weeks after that, somebody invited us to dinner and gave us one of those jets wow. over dinner. And we've had that kind of ability ever since. And it's, I mean, a number of things, man, especially with all the stuff that's happened with COVID these last couple of years. We have been able to go in and out of places and do things that you would have been limited, you'd have been restricted. Thank God. But the principle, I I use that because that was something I experienced. But don't try to adapt uh, something God's talking to you about. To the seeable and doable that you can produce. Let him enlarge. Come on somebody pray it out loud. Say oh God. Enlarge my insights. That I may embrace. More of your vision. A greater degree. A greater measure. According to your perfect will. And perfect plan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Part of that, you heard me talk about the Copelands, but part of that is God will connect you with people and around people. You don't necessarily have to know them personally, but to be influenced by their ministry, their lives, people that have a bigger vision than you do. And people that have a a greater measure of faith to accomplish some of those things than you do. You need to be around that. You need to not despise it. and You need to not compare. But you need to be inspired. Hallelujah. I I can always tell a good meeting. When I leave, stirred up. Yeah. 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 When you let you stirred up, and you're thinking about doing more, huh? Come on, y'all, with me.
1: That's
0: a good meeting. That means you heard from God, because He's always about more. He's always He's the God of increase. He's always about more good, more good, more good. And so, when something stirs you up. And feed you and excite you to go do more, have more, accomplish more, help other people more, give more to other people. You want to you feed some more on that. And the Bible talks about God connecting parts in the body. That's what a God connection will do for you. And you be a blessing to them as well. Pray for them. Believe with them. Help them. But it's flowing both ways. Flowing both ways. Thank God for the people that He's put in our lives. Don't you thank God for that? I mean, your pastors and your friends and your previous... I mean, going back to your childhood uh, and people around you, brothers and sisters and fellow ministers and because even though your faith might be uh, strong here their faith might be strong in another area yeah. where yours is not as strong and, and we need each other yeah. we need the fellowship yeah. we, we need the interaction yeah. can you say hallelujah? hallelujah did you find Romans 5 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> glory to God glory to God Glory to, God. Glory to God. He is so good. Yes. He is so good. We will be proclaiming and declaring His greatness throughout the ages. Yes. Amen. Romans 5 and 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom also we have access, by faith, into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. I said, I ask Phyllis frequently, what are we excited about? What are we excited about? And a lot of times, she's she's got something in her heart that we've already talked about, or the Lord's already told me, she'll tell me. And, and, so, and, I, and I go, yeah, that's right, that's right. And I start getting stirred up about it. Rejoicing in hope of the glory of God being manifested in the thing He wants done happening.
1: Yes.
0: The word hope has been maligned in our camp. And it's because the word has changed meaning over the years and generation. And we learned, you know, that if you're praying for healing or something and say, well, you receive now. And somebody says, I sure hope so. And we go, "Uh uh-uh, nope. (laughs) But the truth is, that's not hope either. That's not Bible hope. The scripture said, 1 Corinthians 13, last verse, now abides what? Faith. Hope and love. These three, the greatest of these is love. Hope is one of the big three. Forevers. Hope is not to be maligned. And what a lot of people think in their minds when they hear hope, if they say, I sure hope so, that's not Bible hope, that's desire. That's wishing. And woning. But if you've looked it up. You know this word hope here. In numerous places in the New Testament. It means expectation. Expectation. And if you look at Vine. That, that's uh, Strong's. If you look up Vine's and some others. Vine says confident. And even joyful. Or joyous. Expectation. The reason the... the Expectation to be joyous is because expectation of good, yes. Uh, yes. expectation of something good makes you happy, yeah. Yeah. huh? Yes. And that's why I say, what are we excited about? Yeah. What, what does that mean? Well, we would be excited about something good we're expecting. And the reason we'd be expecting it is because we're persuaded of it. Yes. Yes. Faith is the substance of things.
1: Hope.
0: Expected. Yes. That's that word. Yes. Expected. Expected. In fact, Romans says, Romans what eight twenty-four or so, we are saved by hope. People say, I I thought we were saved by faith. You don't have one without the other. And people say, well, yeah, that's right. You get your hope and then you get your faith. No. You're still thinking modern vernacular. Because you have faith, it gives you hope. Because you're persuaded of something, it gives you confident, joyous expectation. And the hope that we're saved by, it talks about the, the glorious hope is His coming and the establishment of His kingdom and everything that's coming. If you are saved, you're excited about Him coming and about you being saved and your name in the Lamb's book of life and you having a part in the kingdom. If you're not excited about Him coming... That's an indication you're not persuaded that the gospel is even true or real. It's an indication you're not even saved. You've either backslid and just let it slide, or you never were saved. And there are a lot of church-going people who've never been born again. But real faith people, here is an indicator. They're excited. Hmm? Hey, and people can make fun of us all they want. Yes, yeah. Well, do you really have to run around, hollering, yes. wave your arms, and carry on like that? Yes. I just don't think all that's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> if you believe even a tiny, minuscule part of what is in this wonderful book, yeah. it will excite you till you don't know what to do with yourself. <laughs> And you will act some kind of way. Yeah. But you will be excited. Yeah. Excited. Amen. Oh, somebody say excited. Amen. Excited. And there's no, there's no accident that the joy of the Lord is your strength. It helps you walk this out. Do you get from where you are to the fulfillment of the thing that you're expecting? So if I'm in faith, I'm fully persuaded about something. And based on that foundation of full persuasion, I have a confident expectation. No expectation? No faith. Can you see this?
1: Yeah.
0: Faith and hope inseparable. They they work together all the time. One's connected to the other. And so here he says, read this text again, Romans 5, 1, 2. He said, verse 2, by whom, that's by the Lord Jesus Christ, we have what? Access access into what? Grace. We have access into grace. What gives us the access into grace? Faith. Faith. And if we are accessing grace by our faith, and we're fully persuaded of something, what's going to be the result? We are going to be rejoicing in expectation of the glory of God of what we're believing for. The Lord gave me this phrase years ago when I was ministering in healing school at Brother Hagen's ministry. Doubt despairs, complains, and is sad. Faith rejoices, gives thanks, and is glad. <laughs> That's simple, but we need, to, we need identifiers. We need things to check up on ourselves. How am I doing? Well, you've been dragging around, your lip poked out, sad, depressed. Yeah, but I made a good confession this morning. Yeah, you're not anywhere near faith. Not in the same county with faith. (laughs) The, The answer to a million and one questions about why isn't it working, why isn't it happening, why isn't more going on. Plain old simple garden variety doubt and unbelief. That's it. A lot of Christians, they don't like that though. No, I'm, you know, I'm a faith man. Faith isn't depressed over
1: it.
0: Faith isn't despondent over it. Faith doesn't require medication just to make it through the day for your brain and your psychology. The more you yield to depression, the worse it gets. And the more you depend on other things, whether it's an addiction, alcohol, whatever, spending. I need some retail therapy. <laughs> Why? Why? Had a hard day at the office. So we're going to run up the credit card. And pay 21% for the next five years. And lie to your spouse about it. This is happening. This has happened so many times. And it just compounds the depression and the angst. And people just sink further and further into it. You are... A child of the living God. You have the mighty Holy Spirit. Living inside of you. And the master himself said. My peace. I give you. you. Not like the world gives. Uh You can't find this anywhere. (laughs) Except from the master. And it is the peace. That passes understanding. Let the Lord deliver you from every crutch. Huh? Because these things are tricks of the enemy to keep you in a stupor. You don't realize... uh, People around you realize it more than you think they do. They realize you're not quite there. You're, You're addled. You're dazed a little bit. It's chemically induced or whatever. It's a trick of the enemy. I said... These things just dull you. Dulling something doesn't fix it. God can fix it. Yeah. I said God can fix it. Yeah. But you and I have to make a decision not to yield to depression. Not to yield to it. There's a time when you, you, you feel like it. Those feelings are real, and they can be so strong. And depending on how much you've given into it to the past, it's like a rut that you can just slip into without thinking. But you don't have to live there. Amen. I said you don't have to live there. You don't have to stay there. Amen. But you've got to start resisting it and not making excuses for it and not using it to get special attention and not using it to opt out of your responsibilities. If you use it, you will never lose it. Deliverance is here right now. I said right now. Everybody put your hands on your head. Say it out loud with me. If you've not had any issues with it, well, you're just saying it for somebody else. You're joining your faith. Said out loud, depression, depression. leave. leave. Your hands, off Get your hands off of God's property. Of God's property. I, don't want you. I don't want you. I give you no place. You, no place. You, have you have to go. I command it, I command it. in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. 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 Now the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so instead of you can't just lay around and think about the past and mistakes and what could have been and all that. You can't you can't do it. Amen. Say it out loud. You can't do it. You, you you cannot do that. Get yourself up. Get dressed, comb your hair, get to moving, and go do something for somebody else. Is that right? Go help your pastor. Go help your church. Come on, y'all with me. There's all kind of stuff that needs to be done. Get yourself busy and occupied and all the while praise your God. Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him at noontime. Praise Him when the sun goes down. Praise Him and ask yourself, what am I excited about? You can start right here. My name. My name. My name. Keith Moore is in the Lamb's book of life. It's in the Lamb. There's a page and a line that's mine. Oh, somebody say, there's a page and a line that's mine. My my name. If that ain't enough to rejoice about, what do you need? He said, my name. That's God's forever family. That's that's forever, forever. I'm saved. I'm saved. I mean, if I got all kind of other stuff wrong and came short, I'm still saved. I'm saved. (laughs) (laughs) Whew Read this again. By whom? By Jesus our Lord and Master. Wonderful Savior. We have access. This is a big word for the week. Access. If you look up this word, one definition says admission. Admission. That's how you get in. Another one says Entrance. Admission access and it it is is by faith. Amen. go to Ephesians if you would, the second chapter my word, where'd the time go? y'all listen fast. <laughs> <laughs> It's that time thing we were talking about. Uh, Ephesians two. We we've heard this many times, but hear it in light of what we're talking about tonight. Verse four. God, Ephesians two four, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ by grace you are saved now the word grace is from the word that means gift and to me that that helps me understand the whole concept of grace yes, sir. don't separate it from the idea of gift everything all of God's grace which is huge is a free Gift to us,
1: yes.
0: A gift, undeserved, unearned, but it's all a gift. Yes, healing's a gift. Yes. Healing belongs to you. Yes, you can't buy it, yes. can't earn it. It's already been bought, paid for, yeah. and given.
1: Yes. hallelujah,
0: yes. hallelujah. Yeah, by grace by, grace. by a gift saying by gift is is equivalent to by grace and uh, but just because it's been bought and paid for and given does not mean you'll enjoy it <laughs> does it no take the new birth we're saved By grace. Mm -hmm. So Jesus bore the sins of all the world. Mm -hmm. People that are lost tonight on the planet. Mm -hmm. Are they waiting on God to get ready to save them? Are they waiting on his timing? Can they uh, reform and become worthy of his righteousness and salvation? They can never do it. So what's preventing them from being born again? Day after day, year after year, it's bought, it's paid for, and given. Grace must be accessed by faith. I said grace must be accessed by faith. The way into the grace is your faith. And you'll access it to the degree, to the measure, to the proportion of your faith. No faith, no access. It's there. It's available. It's like what we talked about, you know. What does God need to do tonight to make sure the sun shines tomorrow? Or to make sure gravity's working? because we're we're surely going to need it. He's not having to recreate things every day when he conceived it. Oh, the mind of God. When he conceived it and he released power with his words, everything is continuously upheld By the word of His power. He's not having to redo it all the time. And there were millennia before mankind figured out how to access electricity. It was here. But there were no lights for nighttime service. There was no electric air conditioning. There was no... Think about how our life has been impacted because somebody and several somebodies learned how to access what had been here. It was here night and day, it was here everywhere. Healing power is here. Wisdom is here. Grace. With enough grace you can get through anything. With enough grace, you can overcome anything. With with enough grace, you can receive anything. Nothing's too big. But you will not access grace without faith. There's been a lot of emphasis on grace in recent times. And by and large, I think it's wonderful. But it's near criminal. To keep talking about how much grace is and not tell folks how to access it. (laughs) Because all you'll do is keep talking about all that's there, all that's there, all that's there. But you won't be enjoying it. Brother Hagin used to say this. He'd say, you know, it it, it don't fall on you like ripe cherries off a tree. Y'all ever heard that before? The blessings of God don't just fall on you like ripe cherries off a tree. What does that mean? What does that mean? Even when God rains manna out of the sky. You gotta go out, pick it up, baby.
1: <laughs> Is that right? Yes, sir.
0: You got to go out and gather it with your little hands. Is that right? Yeah. And if you lay in the tent and sing Kumbaya, you're going to get hungry. And faith is the hand that reaches in to God's good grace and lays hold of what I need. Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory. To God. And we will receive it according to the proportion or the measure of faith. That determines how far we will reach and how much we will grasp. We said earlier, you know, from the scripture, our faith can be measured. The Lord talked about people that had no faith. He said, how how are you so full of fear? How is it that you have no faith? On that occasion. Other times he said. Oh ye of little. Yeah. Well little's better than no.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But then there were a couple of times. He said. Yes. Yes. I hadn't seen. Great faith. Like this. Anywhere in Israel. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I want you to notice something. Now this, this is. This is something. This is. Mm, mm, transcends. Transcends. Dispensations and time and space. The two instances that Jesus referred to as great faith. Centurion and Canaanite woman. Had no covenant with God.
1: That's
0: why the Lord said concerning the Canaanite woman. It's not right. Take the children's bread throw it to dogs. What does that mean? She's not one of the children. She's not a Jewish convert. She's not a natural seed of Abraham's. No covenant, like Ephesians says, without God and without hope. But, 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 by faith, by faith, they accessed healing Beyond a covenant, beyond a time, beyond a dispensation. Woo! They reached and got a hold of it. And that's why the Lord would just break out into a smile and a laugh, I believe. He said, ha, that is some kind of faith there, girl. (laughs) Be it unto you. Not according to the dispensation or the timing or the even the will of God. Be it according to you, yeah. according to your faith. Amen. Just like you have believed.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> across covenants, across time. <clears throat> well, time and space and the universe, God created with His faith. That's how he reached out for it. And these were not people. The centurion and the Canaanite had never been to Ramah.
1: <laughs>
0: Barely knew anything. It's not what you know. It's what you act on. Hallelujah. It's what you what you act on. Glory be to God. Somebody say, Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I'm trying to close. Keep reading. He said uh, verse five by grace you're saved. And goes on to say he raised us up together. Verse 6. Made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace you are saved. That's not the whole phrase. What? Through faith. faith. Why say through faith? Because that's how you access the grace. And that not of yourself is the gift of God. Skip down to verse 18. He brings it up again. For through him we both have what? Access. Access. By one spirit unto the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Skip over to the third chapter. He's still talking about it in the next chapter, 311. According to the eternal purpose which He purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of Him. Our access to all that God has given is our faith and it's according to the measure of faith I was noticing teaching in healing school a while back we got to blind Bartimaeus and uh, the Lord pointed this out to me uh, clearer than I'd seen it before you remember what happened blind Bartimaeus heard that the Lord was coming by and he cries Jesus thou son of David Have mercy on me. And the people said, shut up, shut up. You're bothering everybody. And he got louder. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And finally, Jesus said, have him come here. And when he got there, you know what he said? What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? And when I was looking at that, He said that I may receive my sight. And because I was looking up the words, I saw Jesus used his exact words back to him. If you look it up in the Greek, I think it's Strong's number 308 or something. Uh, I want to 308. Jesus said 308. I mean the exact word he used why because it was a it was going to be according to his faith
1: yeah, right.
0: and the lord pointed out to me he said did you notice I didn't call to him he called to me what if he hadn't called out to the lord that day the lord wouldn't have a healing meeting right there come on can you see that he's the one that started this thing yes And then when the Lord came to him, I mean, when he brought, he said, bring him to me. And he said, what do you want me to do for you? The man's blind. This seems like an unnecessary thing to ask. Right? But it must have been necessary to ask. Because this is not the only time the Lord did this kind of thing. He said, what do you want me to do for you? And he said that I may receive my sight. Jesus said receive your sight. Yes. And immediately. Ah. He received his sight. Hallelujah. Three times. Dun, dun, dun. I want to receive my sight. Receive your sight. He you received his sight. Why? The Lord's quickened my heart. He said do you notice. I did not tell him what to believe for. I, I asked him. I didn't tell him what to believe for. And then he began to take me off uh, on the side thing about believing for people versus believing with people.
1: Yeah. Okay. Good. Very good. okay.
0: And too many times we've tried to tell people what to believe for.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, right.
0: And it can be a reason why things didn't happen. If anybody would have been in a position to tell you what to believe for,
1: yes, sir. it'd
0: be the master. Yeah. Is that right? Yes sir. He said, look, yeah. this is what we're gonna believe for. Yeah. Yeah. Believe this. No. Uh yeah. uh. Uh-uh. He says, You tell me
1: yeah.
0: what you want to happen today. Yeah. And then he used his exact, and that's, that's what the Lord brought to me then when he said that all through, I had been studying these accounts, according to your faith, according to your faith, according to your faith, as you have believed, as you said, as you have believed, according to your faith. Does that sound like in proportion to your faith? According to your measure of faith. Too many times people are trying to leave everything to God. And think, well, we're waiting on His timing. We're waiting on this. No, no. The power is here. Just like gravity is here all the time. And the sun's shining all the time. And the power is here if you access it. If you know how to access it. And praise God, we have been privileged to learn a couple of things about how to access. Hallelujah! I mean, we know about this today. Yeah. How about internet oh my. access? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Amazon will bring you almost anything you want. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Huh? <laughs> if, if you could get on the internet. That's right. Is that right? Yeah. All these different places will bring you food, they will bring it up on your doorstep and yeah. just pile it up there. Is that right? Yeah. If yeah. you could get on the internet. Is that right? And most people nowadays, first thing they do when they get to somewhere, they get to a hotel, they get to somebody's house. What do they want to know? Password. What's the password? Password. What's the? (laughs)
1: Huh?
0: What does that mean? There's a whole world of stuff out there on the internet. Yeah, there's some bad stuff, but there's some good stuff too. Huh? Yeah. And I can get to all that stuff. That's right if I could get access if I could get access oh friend there is a universe of grace there is a universe of grace and you know what the access password is F A I T H. F A I T H. you got it you got the access code You got it. You know what it is? Faith. Faith of God. Unlimited access to God's amazing grace. Unlimited access. The limit is your measure. But your measure can grow. You feed it. You exercise it. You get more access. You get access to levels that you had not been to before. Access another level. And another level. And another level. Can you say glory glory to God? Hallelujah. Raise your hands. Give praise to God.